That's the sound of summertime. 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 I'm on my bike, on the bridge crossing the East River. The Fairweather cyclists have come out and I no longer have the bike lanes to myself. It is another level of chaos in this heat. This time of year also compounds the smells of the city, and so the descent into Manhattan is an assault to the senses. You're listening to The Intern. I'm Allison Berenger, and as you know, this is the last episode of the season. But I have something else to tell you. And I'm about to make the announcement to everyone at Fadeworks at our weekly Thursday night meeting. Okay, um, so I just wanted to make the announcement that this next episode is going to be my last one at Fadeworks, and this is going to be the last episode of the season. And I will be moving on to the next thing. Boo! <laughs> um, and I'll send you guys a really sappy long email to tell you how much you all mean to me. But just wanted to thank everyone for being so supportive and welcoming. So you're probably wondering why I'm leaving. About a month ago, I had a meeting with John, the CEO, and James, my direct boss. All along, I'd been thinking there was going to be a season two, and so James and I were going into the meeting thinking that we'd just be selling it to John. Well, the minute the CEO started talking, I knew something else was about to happen. The inevitable was about to happen. The circle of life at Betaworks. You've done a great job, Allison, he said. You've taken this way further than we ever expected, and there's just so many opportunities out there for you right now, and Betaworks just isn't the place to grow in your career. He said, wrap up the intern at the end of the season, and we'll do what we can to help you find the next thing. It definitely took me by surprise, but I've also been expecting this since I signed on to be an experiment at a tech company. And honestly, it was a little bit of a relief. I've been getting antsy for a while now, keeping my ear out for jobs, polishing up my resume, but I felt like I couldn't say no to the opportunity of having my own show and a steady salary for another year. And so while I do genuinely believe and appreciate Betaworks giving me the old kick out of the nest so I can fly away, I can't help but speculate on two other potential reasons. First, the most obvious, the podcast wasn't bringing in much money. Season one had accomplished its goal, and financially, season two didn't make much sense. Especially since they knew darn well I was going to fight like hell for a substantial raise if there was another season with Betaworks. And the second reason, and this is more speculative, but I think Betaworks was kind of over having a microphone around. Do you have to put it like right in my face like yeah. that? Like, are any companies in Betaworks making a profit? And what is your salary? I can't. I can't. I don't feel comfortable. What I'm driving towards is like, how are you making sure that it's not all white dudes here this summer? Remember way back in episode one when I was talking to my friend Katie, who I met teaching in Thailand, who was about to head off to Ethiopia for the Peace Corps? Well, she came back to visit her family, and so I went up to spend the weekend with her. She's driving me back now to the bus station. Last year held a lot of uncertainty for us. Yeah. We were both starting new things uh-huh. and thinking about how, if, if we would be successful or not. Yeah. Maybe we can take a second to let ourselves feel good about getting through that year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one down. <laughs> Do you listen to that first episode um, again a lot? I never re-listen to things. Oh, no. But I wonder if you listened to that first episode on your or close to your year anniversary. Yeah. 
Maybe what I will go back. Would bring up. Yeah. Because it reminds me of a really specific time in my life. Yeah. Because I'm in it, and I remember talking to you on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. You said, I want New York to love you so much, and it just hates you right back. New York's been good to you, though. Yeah. I guess I've really been hating you lately. But yeah, New York's been kind of, has been a lot better to me this time around. Yeah. So now you're in tech. Right. You're making a podcast. You're out of the NGO world. You're out yeah. of education. Yeah. Do you do you still grapple with that question like am I adding any good to the world? My answer to Katie's question is long and winding, which I guess in short means yes. Yes, I do still grapple with the question of whether I'm adding anything good. But no, no, I don't have an answer as to whether I think I'm actually doing it. On the bus ride back, I take Katie's idea, and listening back through all the episodes was a very bizarre feeling, kind of like reading a diary, but also like flipping through a photo album. And I hear myself in those early episodes asking the question, how does this podcast align with what I care about? I think I got into media wanting to believe in the potential altruism of storytelling, but I was so unsure of how to accomplish that, especially at a tech company. And in those early episodes, I hear my desire for friendship and belonging, And in that regard, I've seriously struck gold with all the friends I've made at Betaworks in the radio world. And I'm also pretty excited about the fact that I said the words patriarchy and menstruation in this podcast. The relativity of money really stuck out. I went from feeling guilty about making 50K to feeling taken advantage of making 50K. Crazy how your environment can distort something we all take to be so objective. There were some cringeworthy moments too, like when I'm talking about Twitter and I feel like it's the most important thing in the world that James told me to manage the Betaworks Twitter account. And speaking of Twitter, there was one person who had given me a very hard time about Twitter when I first started at Betaworks. How do you use Twitter? Um, The wrong way, clearly. (laughs) And so I recently had a bit of a follow-up conversation with Brian. When I started here, I maybe had a hundred or so followers. Brian had over a thousand. But as I slowly narrowed the gap, I'd send him little updates with my progress. How did that make you feel, Brian? Well, I kind of felt that I had an insurmountable lead. So first of all, like the, the Twitter follower thing is like a huge barometer for like ego on the internet. So you can almost think of it as your importance score, I guess. Or like, I didn't even think about it that way. Great. <laughs> <laughs> There's a conclusion here where Allison's going to cut, draw the conclusion and say she's more important than I am. Uh, and how many followers do you have? Well, why don't you pull out your phone and find out? <laughs> okay, so, Allison Berenger, I'll be tween. 1,786 Twitter followers. Yes! <laughs> yes! So that's 10. You got me by 10. No, I have more followers than you do. Yes. Therefore. I mean, I think it's debatable whether or not you are more important than me. Let me ask again. Okay. How do you use Twitter? I'm waiting for you to say the right way, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like I couldn't close out the season without talking to Maya again. The person who gave me that first Twitter tutorial oh so long ago. The other thing that I enjoyed watching, like I feel like you went through a similar thing that I did when I first got into tech where... At the beginning, I remember you would ask like 10 people about everything you wanted to do. And I feel like you just got to a point where you were like, fuck it. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I know that this is going to make a good episode. And like, I was so proud of you in that moment because I feel like that's the most important thing you can learn, not just in tech, but in life is like, you know yourself better than anyone. And like, you're a smart person and you like don't need 
other people to tell you that something is a good idea. And I think if you believe in something, you should just do it. You know, you mentioned how like you just got kind of thrown in and didn't really know what you were doing and you felt like no one knew what, what you were doing either. And that's a very similar experience that I had at Betaworks. And I think a lot of other people had that experience too. And I think that Betaworks is actually pretty genius. Like I, I think that a lot of this stuff happens on purpose. I like that they give new people a chance to do stuff. Yeah. Like they should not have let me start a company either, but they did. And I think the same is true for you where it's like, even if it's not the best podcast ever made, it's a really good podcast. And I, I think it, having someone who like is new to this and has a real like personality and perspective, I, I think that's a big part of why people loved it so much. Like if it, if it had been professionally produced, it wouldn't have right. worked at all. One question that I yeah. have for you is yeah. I was thinking about how weird it is that all the kind of main characters on the podcast aren't at Betaworks anymore. Have you talked about that already? I think that's really interesting that everyone has gone and I think that that's like, that's Betaworks, but yeah. you're gone. Um, Margo. Margo's Brian, gone. Brian's gone. Josh, Josh is leaving. Yeah. Uh, right, people are. Graduated. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for me to graduate too. Yeah. It's funny, this year has been the most stable I've felt in a long time, and yet I've been working at a company whose whole philosophy is constant reinvention. There has been one constant, though, and it's been delivered to my doorstep every Sunday in the form of a big box of ingredients for three meals from our sponsor, Blue Apron, which brings me to the part of the show where I cook one of those meals with my roommate, Avery. And today, we have a special guest. Hi. How'd you get your mattress up here? Strong. I got some wine. Oh, wonderful. We've got pepperonata pasta with Tinkerbell peppers, cherry tomatoes, and pine nuts. We have a special guest here tonight. Hi, it's James. <laughs> Let's get cooking. Let's get cooking. I can't believe I'm saying tomatoes. 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 That's so fancy. Beautiful cutting, James. Thank you. This goes really fast when you have three people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more just sitting here doing nothing because I don't feel there's any room for me to actually there, do anything. Yeah, there isn't, there isn't. You can have like maybe two cooks in this kitchen. So Avery is now plating the dish. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a line cook. Cheers. 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 So James, I've been wanting to ask you. Oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> no, I want to know like, did you really... Okay, when you thought of the idea for the intern, like mm-hmm. what what do you think would ha- would happen? I have no idea. Literally no idea. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for cooking dinner. Yeah. Cool. Okay, thanks, James. Happy night. See ya. Bye. I was home in Maryland the other weekend for a family wedding and wanted to get my grandpa on tape one last time. Get his reaction to my job coming to an end and all. So, Grandpa, this is going to be the last time that we talk because okay. last, of the podcast. Last, last five. All right. Um, Hello, everybody. <laughs> and that was it. That was his reaction. And he quickly shifted the conversation into a mock interview for one of the jobs that I'm applying to. You still qualify. How do you answer that question? You know, I, I for one, I've you're learned. Stumbling, you're stumbling <laughs> too much at the moment. That's why we're having this discussion. Yeah. Try to steer us back. Um, what do you think of this whole podcast thing? Well, it's all very foreign to me, so, uh, you know, okay. That's all I can say. It's okay. The, the whole area of communications is just so different than what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't make it bad. I don't, I don't want anybody to get that idea. I mean, technology and change is normal. 
Change is not unusual. It's normal. It's, sometimes it's hard to adjust to. Any other advice as I uh, circle back to the world of the unknown and not knowing what I'm doing next? You got you to gotta go back to what did I do to make money for the company? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the important part. I don't always agree with my grandpa. Like, I'm not sure that making money for the company is the most important part. I'm not sure you should never apologize. But conversations with him do have a way of clarifying things in unexpected ways. Like right now, I'm sitting here at the office the night before I publish this episode, struggling to find the words that will do justice to this ball in my stomach of excitement, fear, gratitude, and early onset nostalgia. I think about how I just couldn't get Grandpa to reflect with me. But the truth is, he's just not one to reminisce. He's been moving forward for 87 years, and I imagine that when you've been around for almost nine decades, you know that what seems to me like this big, momentous moment is really just a small part in a very long life. And so Grandpa's pragmatism is what's going to help me end this thing. So I start packing up my bag, cramming in trinkets from my desk and tossing a kind bar in for the road. I get on my bike in the warm summer night air and start riding towards Brooklyn. Sometimes I think we feel like doing good is an either-or kind of thing. Tech and money or nonprofit and good. But maybe it's not your job that determines the difference you're making. Rather, it's you, the person, and how you approach your work that makes the difference. Or at least that's what I'm telling myself, because I've fallen in love with audio and podcasting, and I want to keep making it. So what's next? I'm not sure. I'm exploring all the options. Maybe I'll find a new home for the intern, or do a season two on my own. Maybe I'll do something totally new. Get in touch if you want to work together. In a way, I'm back to where I started. Uncertain of the future, not knowing what's next. But this time, I trust the uncertainty. I trust myself a lot more. In your new life, I hope you promise to be You heard me talk about the challenges of working by myself. The reality is that I've had a huge informal team that's made this all possible. First, thank you to my editor, Caitlin Prest. Caitlin, you've been such an incredible mentor and teacher. She makes a podcast called The Heart, which you should definitely check out. To Camila Kerwin, who's been an unwavering friend and editor. To Jesse Carrier, who's assisted through these final two episodes to the New York radio community. Thank you to all my friends and coworkers who have taken the time to listen to cuts and give me feedback. Margot, Brian, Annalisa, Molly, Ariel, Destry, Caitlin, Sarah, Devin, Vanessa, Rose, Lucia, Avery, Katie, Allie, Hannah, Neil, Amanda, Stacia. To all the Baydorks people who I haven't already mentioned, especially Dom for the design, Greg for the website, John Borthwick for the opportunity, James Cooper for cooking up this crazy idea and his commitment to making it happen. Special shout out to my roommates, Avery and Sarah, who are great sports when I would turn my bedroom into a recording studio and take over the kitchen for late nights and early mornings. To my whole family, to my grandfather. Thanks to all the musicians who have generously contributed their music. This week's music is from Johnny Cosmic, Lisa Battersby, and Anna Vogelzang. And finally, to you. Thank you so much for listening. Your letters and tweets and love have really made this experience wonderful. Don't forget to stay in touch. You can follow me on Twitter, Albie Tweetin, A-L-B-T-W-E-E-T-I-N, or on Instagram, Albie1919. And if you want to stay updated on the intern and what I'm up to, also be sure to subscribe to my email newsletter. You can find it at the top of the website, theintern.fm, and links for all this are in the show notes. If you want to try out Blue Apron and get your first three meals for free, go to blueapron.com slash intern. That's blueapron.com slash intern. 
Anything else? No. This is this this Good is your last chance, Grandpa. Good luck to you in your future. I'll be interested in following what you're doing. <laughs> That's it.